My, my thing is, we knew from mm -hmm. Volume 5, the Bipartisan Senate Intelligence Committee report says, the Russian government, that's the quote, okay, actively tried to basically tamper with our elections to install or to try to install and help Trump. That's what Volume 5, the Bipartisan mm -hmm. Senate yeah. Intelligence Committee, Committee concluded. So... If they, if that actually happened, if we believe Volume Five, yeah. there was a meeting like this. Whether this document comes from that meeting or it's fake doesn't fucking make any difference because there absolutely was a meeting, right? right? For right. all we know, the people on Volume Five read this fucking thing two years ago. We don't know, you know. <laughs> well, we this do know that it was news. actually doing the rounds in Western uh, intelligence agencies yeah. prior to this, which reminds me of this important point that this could be a leak by. Western intelligence, intelligence agencies, agencies. Yes. who are like out exactly. there to say to Vladimir Putin, that little revil thing that you did last week that we told you you shouldn't be doing, maybe you'll appreciate the release of this document. That seems to be just as legitimate a reason for yeah. how this document came out as that it might be a hoax. And one of the things just before I forget is, do you remember Konstantin Kalimnik? Yeah, he's the not guy there. Who, he's not there, but he reports to, he's GRU. Wasn't that the idea that he was GRU? I think he was. He reports to Mr. Shogu over here on the right. So he was there to give Mr. Kalimnik his orders to go and get those documents from Paul Manafort That's of right. all the polling that Donald Trump was getting done at the, at the, during the election campaign. That's how well, this stuff also, gets communicated down the line to Konstantin right. Kalimnik. I was, thinking of, I was thinking of Konstantin Kosachev. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, no, Kalimnik. Don't forget that because Paul Manafort also ran the campaign of Yanukovych, mm -hmm. that he probably had a direct relationship with somebody in that, at that oh, yeah. table as well. I, I would be surprised if he didn't. So yeah, more than um, one. More than Michael one. Flynn yeah. has a direct relationship with the man at the head of that table. So that's right. There he you does. go. And he used yeah. to run what, what, our psyops, right? What, what one more said. point, okay? Mm -hmm. I, uh, Kasparov, Gary Kasparov, the chess master. Mm -hmm slash russian dissident politician said basically i'm gonna i'm going to um paraphrase a little bit why are we arguing about whether or not this is real would having his signed confession change anything yes and he's right first of all we're never going to fucking know if this is real or not so whether you're in basket one or basket two it makes no goddamn difference so we might as well just run with this thing yeah. because again, we have it if you it's believe here. volume five right. if you believe the intelligence community if you believe Hillary Clinton, if you believe Christopher Steele, if you believe the Mueller report, if you believe all of these things that Russia really did try to fuck with our election by installing this fucking asset, money laundering doofus into the White House, if you believe that, which you should because it's fucking true, then there absolutely was a meeting just like this. Whether this was the actual meeting, yeah. at the end of the day, who gives a shit? There definitely right. was a meeting, period, full stop, since I mean, we're talking about yeah. grammar. Yeah, thank you very much. They Thanks, also point Greg. to, it's a very good point. They, this is, this is just the, these are just, it's backing up the narrative that we already know to be true. It also seems Kasparov, to back up man. the narrative that there was a, some compromise involved, but they did have compromise. Now it doesn't no reveal way. what the compromise oh, yeah. is, oh, but it talks about his past that. visits to, to Trump's past visits to Russia and what he may have done during those past visits to Russia. And we don't get to see that appendix, unfortunately, although I'm sure an intelligence agency in the West has seen that appendix. Poor Luke Hardy just got left without that information, but there's compromise yeah. on Donald Trump. And I guess now the Western intelligence agencies know it too. 
which reminds me of that Helsinki meeting and what must have happened backstage. And Noel Kastler is convinced that this is what happened backstage, that just before Donald Trump comes out on that stage, he thinks Putin showed him the, the compromise. And that's what Trump was looking as sheepish and ridiculous and disgusting as a, as a leader as you could possibly imagine. Was, that's what he thinks happened there, which wouldn't surprise me. Okay. Wouldn't surprise me. I think he was absolutely told you cannot appear taller than him, nice. which is a feat because even though <laughs> Donald lies about his size, right. um, his He's height, you know, Vladimir Putin is barely four foot 11. So it's, he had to really shrink down and, <laughs> and Putin had to walk tall and Donald probably put the, took the lifts out of his shoes. That's and then a... I'm not even sure that was the podium that Donald was supposed to go to at Helsinki. It seemed, oh, really? it seemed like Putin took, took the podium he wanted. Yeah, he owns him. Yeah, he owns him. He looks like he owns him. And that's and you he can see why. Him. He's got all this information about him, and that's why he elected uh, him president. There is one thing that I will say that is there's these the media viruses that they describe in these as a mm. as weapons that they will use to to hurt American society. Self-sustaining media viruses and self-replicating uh, that will alter mass consciousness in certain groups, which frankly, must have been happening because it look at what's happened to American society. That's exactly right. And it's this is the thing that gets me. And this is why I don't agree with Kasparov. It's still happening today. This stuff is still happening today. It's not something we could just say it doesn't matter. This is still happening today. And if this is proof that Vladimir Putin is operating weapons of mass disinformation on the American society to drive these massive wedges in society that are forcing people to, I don't know, blow up what I don't know. These guys arrested were today. They were gonna blow up uh, California Democratic yeah, Party. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I mean, if this man is waging an act of war against the United States, that is forcing Americans or somehow encouraging Americans through psycho weapons of some sort to to take on these violent acts against Americans, then this man is at war with us, and we need to be at war with him. And it's not yep. just okay to go and say, "Hey, listen, yeah. buddy, can you knock off the the hacking thing?" This is an act of war. They're operating a full-on war. And yeah. Americans are suffering. We are going to continue to suffer until these disinformation machines are switched off. And I include Fox News amongst many of those disinformation yeah. machines needs to be turned off. It, there's a really important point here in, in this language, though. Self-sustaining, mm -hmm. self-replicating. Right. So I don't know how much involvement they even need to have anymore. Americans have picked this up and are running with it. And an, and an Australian family, speaking right. of Fox. So they're, they're, this we got infected. It's an infection. That's why it's a vi media virus. Mm -hmm. And it's now replicating on itself yep. thanks to Americans participating in it. And I do think that there's some lawmakers involved in all this quite clearly and have been for yep. quite a while. I don't know how much we need from the Kremlin anymore. <laughs> well, I know? do think they're still involved. And I do yeah, think they're I, I do too. I do too. I'm not discrediting that. I'm just saying yeah, the yeah. point of it was the point of the attack and the yeah. act of war is that they could launch their weapons at us and then let it fester and spread like a virus or like an op opioid. Yeah. addictive substance it's still coming it still came from them it still got all of their support but i don't want to take the responsibility right. off the shoulders of the americans right now that have been that have been participating willfully participating in this and know where it came from yeah the lawmaker yep. from the lawmakers to the media companies they all know they came from the kremlin they know yeah, and they're I mean, just 
these guys own with Donald Trump the way that they own Donald Trump, and they also own that's the Republican right. Party in the same way. And that's it's because how I, why else are these people behaving in the way they are? It's just they're only behaving this way because someone is exerting an enormous amount of pressure on them. And amongst those groups of people must be Vladimir Putin still. The media virus that we're worried about is called the Tucker Sonus, Carl Sonus. Yes. <laughs> You know, and I, is there an inoculation that. for that? <laughs> you know, maybe he, he take him off the air. Will also, vaccination against COVID nineteen will also vaccinate against the Tuckerus Carlsonus, Abby. which is fucking yeah. killing our brains. It eats into the brain and makes you stupid. And the variants on that it gets worse and worse all the time. I mean, oh. yeah, it's the just... bow tie gets shorter and shorter <laughs> as the penis shrinks and the anger grows. Uh, you see the picture of him in his fucking yeah. garage, like he's gonna go like do some like <laughs> ha- like Woodwork. do it yourself shit. <laughs> oh my god! Like I'm bad. Oh my god, that guy would uh, help. I don't think he can hammer a nail. That's how, it. How they go to sleep at night, knowing that they have now spread this this Delta variant through all their viewers, basically, because they've yeah. told them not to get vaccinated. It's just. Astonishing and how, evil, and why man. there's no way there to shut them down. There are people that are evil. He's yeah, evil. Tucker Carlson evil is an evil person. I, Rupert Murdoch is an evil man. There are e- there are evil people in the world, and th- those people are just fucking evil. Let's there's take no their broadcast licenses them. away from them. How about that? How about we not let them broadcast? They don't. They don't need to get have him, broadcast Dad. licenses. Get him. I don't Sammy understand Sammy. Why, not? why he can go on TV and lie about the virus. I don't understand. I think they should just. You know what? Just go arrest him and just. Let him fucking fight it out in court. Like at this point, what Seriously, are we? Take him what off are we the air doing? and see. Let him. Let him all go to court. Why is Rupert Murdoch being allowed to put all this crap Why in our we, air anyhow? Like fucking, you know, can I just for one second here? Yeah, I know we want to talk about other things, but go right ahead. God bless the Texas Democrats. Okay, yeah, yeah. in the state house yes. there, because what they are doing is they're thinking outside the box. They are the only Democrats seemingly in the whole fucking country that understand what we're up against and are willing to like bend the rules and do stuff to preserve democracy in this country. Everybody else, it's all about process, parliamentary procedure. We have to uh, blah, blah, the, we have to check with the Senate parliament. Fuck that noise. Fucking try something different. None of this shit is working. This Joe Manchin motherfucker, yeah. whatever you need to do, Maybe Kamala Harris needs to do the Lisa Kerr plan and go in there and be like, hi, I'm the Senate majority leader now. Fuck you. Filibuster's not in the Constitution. Vote on this shit the fuck now. And then just do it. What are they going to do? What Mitch McConnell's going to be like, (laughs) fuck you, Mitch, and your purple fucking hands. Try something new. Think of something to do and try it. At least Donald Trump is an evil motherfucker, but at least he tried stuff. He went in Every there day, and thought, tries it. let's see what we can try to fuck with them. We need to do the same thing, but for the forces of good. That's what we need to do. And these guys are just, they're stuck in their fucking bubble of, it's always been done this way, and we want to get the Department of Justice back to how the Department of Justice... No, yeah. we don't! No, we don't. We, don't we want, want to that. shut this thing down. We want to shut this it's, thing down. This shit has been fucked up since Nixon. Yeah. Fucking fix it! Yeah. For God's That's sake! Yeah. It's, you know, 
You're 100% right. Look, we have to take some really firm action here. And this like waffling around the edges and working on process is not going to get us anywhere. We need to shut down the MAGA movement, which means we need to arrest the leaders of the MAGA movement for the crimes that they've committed. What are they going to do? And we need to take Greenwald is going to write an article. Oh, my God. Biden (laughs) is a fascist. He's doing that anyway. Give him something to This will make Glenn Greenwald will be in Brazil jerking off until like next Wednesday. If Biden does terrible things of of not following the First Amendment and about all these other things. But the thing is, his justification for this whole thing, Putin justified his whole act against America as an act of self-defense against war. So he believed that he was acting in self-defense against American aggression towards us. Guess what? It's time for us to act in self-defense against him because they've been attacking us. We are at war with these guys. Let's shut them down. We have all the capability to do it. Why are we not doing it? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know why we're not doing it. I, I think we should look. I do think that there's some soft power stuff going on in a big way right now, and so yeah. let's see where that where that leads. Yeah, let's but... see where it leads. But uh, the Department of Justice slow walking everything. The grandpa pace going on. Excuse me, grandpas, but seriously, it's it's a little it's a little much. Yeah, it's, it's just like. You would expect someone who's led an insurrection, who an attempted coup, to be arrested on the day that the attempted coup took place. He's still out there doing whatever he's doing in in wherever he is these days. Meanwhile, our our black lawmakers were arrested for for peacefully protesting in the Capitol. Somehow, black people can always get arrested in America at the drop of a coin. Pardon uh, pardon them right the fuck now. Just pardon them now. Yes. It's insane. The, the Department of Justice was founded during Reconstruction to combat the KKK because of racism. Yes. Back then, under Grant, they gave a shit and understood what was going. I don't know what has happened to this place. If everybody's so obsessed with Kardashians yeah. and Caitlyn Jenner, so now Caitlyn Jenner is going to be on the celebrity "Go Fuck Yourself" show or whatever. Who gives a shit? Britney, free, Britney Spears lost her freedom. Guess what? America's losing its freedom. Why do we you care know, more about like, Britney Spears than, about, than we do about... God bless Britney. It's I love true, her. though. But yeah, it's no, true. No, about like, the salary cap and the fucking NFL than this shit. Yeah. So, like, it, it, Huxley and Orwell got one thing very wrong. They did not get how fucking dumb everything was going to get. Right. Just how stupid everything <laughs> was going to get. How <laughs> dumbed down everything was going to get. Yeah, Idiocracy got that. We're ass wins best picture. We're ass. A movie called Ass wins 14 <laughs> Oscars, including best screenplay. And it's just a picture of a guy's ass for two hours. That's from Idiocracy. That's a guy who understood a thing. Right. This that's, is just, yeah. that's where we're heading. We are. The people that won't get vaccinated, like what the fuck do you need how much more evidence do you need how much more evidence do you need your mother goes and dies and she's on the ventilator get the what are you doing i you know, don't also really just really troubling me about all of that is that you've got these people who do mean to do well in these states who either want to run fair elections or get people vaccinated who are getting intimidated who have to are quitting their jobs because they're getting death threats because they dare to suggest that uh, school children should get vaccinated. That's that that is now a reason to get fired from your job in a state or that you can't teach race or racism in some schools or you'll lose your teaching license in Oklahoma. We've yeah. gotten to the point of like ludicrousness that it's just like that's not America anymore that those people are practicing over there. We need to just yeah. shut it down. They're just not doing it the way they're not following the rules. That's not who not. the country we built. I had a very wise friend Sorry, say to me, that's okay. It's good to be upset about this. Yeah. People yes. are dying. 
-hmm. People are dying and it's either to, it's an intentional act to create this genocide among the unvaccinated, either to just create chaos and have our systems collapse or to try to pin something on Joe to get rid of him so that the they can get their fascist in there and hang this. So I had a friend say to me last week, very wise woman, said, I think what we're really up against is a death cult. Yeah. And I think that there's real truth to that of the nihilists are at the wheel. They've been given immense power and they have figured out that mass death is somehow their way to even more power. And so that's really what we're staring in the face of that evil shit, which is why everyone keeps reaching back to fascism and of the 30s and 40s and bring, evoking that word and evoking that era, because that was the last time we really were also up against a, a global death cult. So I think it's important to just be prescient to that, to be outraged about it, uh, but to also to not feel so helpless. Um, I do think we can keep pushing our leaders. I love what the Texas Democrats, uh, the, the legislators did. They just did it. And look at what happened. Did it upset people? Oh, did it blah, blah, blah. All this stuff that stops Democrats from doing big, bold things like that. It didn't happen. What It freaked everybody out on the right because all of a sudden- It was great. They grabbed the narrative. They grabbed mm -hmm. the narrative and they ran with they it did. and they were in control of it. And it, it, it doesn't make the other thing come back and, and strangle you. It makes the abuser freak the fuck out. They don't know what to do, oh my God. And, and it worked, it worked. It's stuff like that's gonna keep working. It's going to no, be We're not helpless. Regarding the Texas Democrats, I uh, was going to launch some products, some merch on, on Narrative, and I oh. designed some gear, which I'll launch, oh. I guess, over the next few days, but which is all around their, their slogan, which is, it's uh, the fight of our lives. <laughs> fight of our lives. Oh, it's cool shit, and I will share it with everyone either on, oh, on the good. Twitter feed. I love right? it. Because it's, yeah, I got inspired by them. But I'm saying these guys have got the idea. They've got the idea of That's what right. they're going for. And they've got an idea of doing things differently in a grassroots movement that really is going to make a difference. Um, Speaking boy, of nihilism, before we end the show, because I yeah. know you have that look on your face. Well, I have that look on my face yeah. saying that there's no ways we're going to get to Maxwell. Like, there's no chance. So Maxwell. No, no, gonna, no, no, no. We'll, we'll do that next time. <laughs> yeah. We do have to take uh, a break and then we're going to come back for something else. But, but yes, go ahead. You do your thing. Just speaking of nihilists and yeah. pop culture, again, we must quote Walter Kubchak from The Big Lebowski, who said, <laughs> say what you will about National Socialism. At least it was an ethos. These nihilists. Uh, <laughs> that's it. They don't believe in anything. We'll be right back, everybody. <laughs> and everybody thanks for watching tonight. and listening to the Narrative Podcast. I have a question for you. Why do only four companies control 80% of the U.S. meat industry? Well, that's because big food absolutely crushes the little guy. But you can help change that with moinkbox.com. Moinkbox delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, and wild-caught Alaskan salmon direct to your door, helping family farms become financially independent outside of big agriculture. Their animals are raised outdoors, their fish swim wild in the ocean, and moink meat is free of antibiotics, hormones, sugar, and all the other junk you find prepackaged in the meat aisle. With moink, you get the highest quality meat you've ever tasted while supporting real family farms. Sign up at moinkbox.com slash narrative and you'll get a year of bacon for free 
And then you can also pick what meats you want delivered with your first box. Change what you get each month and cancel at any time. Moink meat is so tender and delicious. I absolutely know you will love it. So do the people uh, who created it, which Moink was founded by an eighth generation farmer who was featured on Shark Tank. The sharks loved it so much. They invested so much money in this particular product in Moink Box that they guarantee you'll say, Oink, I'm just so happy I got moinked. I know I am, and I'm positive you'll be too. Join the Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash narrative right now. And listeners to this show get free bacon for a year. That's one year of the best bacon you've ever tasted, but for a limited time. Spelt moink, M-O-I-N-K, box.com slash narrative, N-A-R-A-T-I-V. That's moinkbox.com slash narrative. Don't worry, Greg, you'll, you'll get to do that next time. I, yeah, I just didn't have time to record that with you. And I know how much you like Moinkbox. So next time. I, I, Moinkbox is good shit, man. Oink, good. oink. That's, the, that's their thing. LB. Yeah. You have been away for a couple of weeks. And uh, you wanted to share something with the audience. And over to you. I launched The World Beneath on the June 28th. The series dropped. And, and I thank everybody for all the support on all that. It's, it's been, that's been amazing. And the next day, my brother was shot and killed in D.C. We're all pretty shattered. He was an innocent bystander. I just want to talk about my brother for a minute because I haven't done that. I know you guys have seen me on Twitter since and, and promoting the show. I want you to know that before I get to my brother, I just want to thank everyone here, Zev and Craig, you've been amazing for me and my family and and some wonderful folks on Twitter that you all know about. Really rose to the occasion. I, Glenn Kirshner has been a rock for me. And Fred Gutenberg was there for my parents in a really beautiful way. And I'm so grateful to him. And Lunu, my dear friend, took over my Twitter. So a lot of that was her tweeting out at you guys in my voice. She somehow captured it so that she could support the show and keep all that going. So my brother Jerry was a really beautiful man. He's a husband, a son, a brother, and a father. Two boys. He was, uh, my dad's an amazing dad, and I'm not just saying this to hero worship my brother right now. But I will say that my brother was the greatest parent I've ever witnessed and ever been around. He was just superb. Just, you know, he was a man of peace. He worked in the Peace Corps for years and years. He started there. He was a Peace Corps volunteer. And then he went and uh, worked for, got a degree from Columbia. He's a very established, prominent man and worked for the Ford Foundation and the Aspen Institute. And he did things. He specialized in Africa there, the Ford Foundation for that NGO. You know, here I am on, on Twitter fighting corruption by going, ah, mob, mob, mobster, mob, 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 right to in my silly mob stuff. My brother did things. I remember African country was, he, he pretty much took on a continent and many other territories all over the world, but for the places he worked. But he realized that just as an example of the kinds of things that he did for the world, is he realized that the money wasn't getting to people that needed it in a micro economic development sense and it was being stored in the government and there was all this opportunity for corruption because people didn't have addresses and part of the fine ink on some of how some of money gets to people is like they have to have an address right so my brother went door to door hut to hut 
and gave everyone in an entire village, if not city, and so that they could get the aid they needed, and that actually ended quite a bit of corruption. He fought corruption that way. He did it all over the world, and he he developed programs and oversaw programs and that that helped to spread peace. Literally, he was a peacekeeper and a peacemaker. So that he was taken by gun violence is is very shocking, and and I, it's only to be discussed that way. I, I will not tolerate hearing it discussed any other way, just so you guys know. You're going to see me. I'm going to be off Twitter for a little bit. I just need to take care of myself. I kind of had to be there for my parents and hold everyone together for a while, but I need a little time. We'll put up some stuff for Jerry. There is a, a foundation that, that is Accept Gifts in his name, and it's all about developing the arts for victims of gun violence and survivors, families of gun violence, so that they can use the arts to heal. That's very much in the vein of, of my brother. You're so brave to talk about this, LB, and to share it with the audience and to share it with us. And I know how just traumatizing the last, yeah. I don't know how traumatizing to be honest, but I can sense how traumatizing the last couple of weeks have been for you. And It's uh, very difficult. Yeah, I, I want to say that listen to the parents, whether it's parents of a young child taken by a gun or who are elderly and their son was full grown and, and had certainly had a rich full life and was a parent himself. There's wisdom that came out of my parents in this moment was profound. People like Fred Gutenberg, it really, we really need to listen to the parents. I'm going to be supporting their voice. They have a clarity. I don't have losing a child. It is, it is the worst imaginable thing and losing a child to homicide is, is awful. But just with those are the voices we need to amplify and support and let them lead us. I do think there'll be some pretty profound leadership out of my family. I just, we just need a moment to find our feet. <laughs> I do want to say this, my brother, I was with my brother, Greg, you just missed him by like a day in New York, I think. I know, I know. And uh, so we were recording some voiceover work for The World Beneath. And so he's in my show and his episode is just a little part, but it's on Monday. So I'll be letting you guys go hear him and I'll let you know who he is in that. All right, so that's on the Monday edition of the that's World That's Monday. Yeah. yeah. And uh, thank you for sharing this with us. I, I, um, it's a sad note to leave the show tonight. But it's a sad note. I'm sorry, everybody. I just hang on to each other. We don't need to be attacking each other. We don't. No. Just hang on to one another. You've been very, very brave throughout all of this, and thank you very much for sharing that. We'll end the show with a little tribute to your brother. Okay. Thank Good night. You. Good night, everybody.